Hello and welcome to the Monday, June 20th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. We still see a lot of malware that arrives as a zipped JavaScript file. The problem here is that if you open such a JavaScript file on your system, it doesn't run in the browser. Instead, it actually runs with the shell and JavaScript in this context has far-reaching abilities to download additional software, execute commands, change files and the like. So it is really not limited by any kind of browser sandbox in this case. But there is a real simple and effective way to prevent execution and it's just associating a different program with JavaScript files, in particular Notepad. This way if a user does double click on a JavaScript file, it just opens in Notepad and doesn't actually execute. This should have minimum effects on the users. Users aren't really supposed to run JavaScript files like that, but it does protect the user from accidentally executing these files. And as one of our readers commented, you should of course apply the same trick to various other scripting languages that your users don't really need. And just by associating them with Notepad, you essentially make these exploits less likely to succeed. And if you received over the last couple of days an email from LogMeIn that your password was reset, well, uh, the reason behind this is the same as we have seen for other large sites. Uh, TeamViewer, sort of a LogMeIn competitor, had issues with accounts getting compromised just due to password reuse, where passwords got leaked on other sites and then used against TeamViewer. LogMeIn detected similar behavior and then now proactively did disable some user accounts or and ask them to reset password. So this is not due to any kind of breach at LogMeIn or any of the sites that participate in these password reset. Instead, it just means that you probably reused your password or someone tried to log in as you using a password leaked on another site. And Kaspersky released details regarding a malware com campaign that did use the vulnerability in Flash that was patched last week. Kaspersky did identify this vulnerability in attacks against an Asian law enforcement company, a large trading company in Asia, but uh, also mobile advertisement and at monetizations companies in the US. The last part may point to regular criminals actually using this exploit and then attempting to publish ads in order to infect users with the particular malware they're trying to spread here. The blog post does contain quite a bit of details regarding the nature of the vulnerability, so you may expect more exploits and more activity targeting this vulnerability shortly. Given that the patch was only released on Thursday, better make sure that you either have Flash disabled or that you are fully patched. But then again, remember, we are sort of going through this about once a month. So I'm pretty sure there are more unpatched vulnerabilities out there that are already being exploited to some 
And the platform used by the Democratic Party in order to collect donations for either Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders apparently suffers from a cross-site request forgery vulnerability. The way this could be exploited is that if an individual does make a donation to either campaign, cross-site request forgery can then later be used in order to make additional donations, not necessarily for the same campaign candidate the first donation was made for. The individual who identified the vulnerability did notify this donation platform. Their mitigation technique for this vulnerability is essentially a refund policy where if you find a donation has been made in your name that you didn't make intentionally, you can ask for a refund. So if you made any donations lately, you may wanna double check that no additional donations were made shortly thereafter in your name. And well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.